This is Let's Talk About Mental Health, a weekly podcast about mental health and well-being, hosted by Jeremy Godwin. Let's talk about mental health, because the more we talk about it, the easier it gets. Hello and welcome to the very first episode of Let's Talk About Mental Health, a podcast and blog all about mental health and well-being, funnily enough. My name is Jeremy Godwin, I am an author and speaker, and I will be your host. Thank you for joining me. Now, before I get into the main content of this week's podcast, I'm going to spend a few minutes introducing the podcast and myself. So this podcast series, Let's Talk About Mental Health, is all about making your mental health and well-being a priority every single day. Just like with your physical health, the things that you do and what you put into both your body and your mind will have a direct impact on your health and well-being. So each week, I'll be talking about simple things that you can do every day to stay well, related to a specific topic of the week. Now, my main message with this podcast is that mental health and well-being isn't something that you should just focus on when there's a problem. We should be taking care of our mental health and well-being daily, just like we do with our bodies. Well, at least we should do with our bodies. Now, one way that we can do that is by talking about it, because the more we talk about it, the easier it gets. There will be new episodes of Let's Talk About Mental Health available every Monday morning, Australian time. Each one will run for about 20 minutes to half an hour, and they'll be available from Apple Podcasts, Spotify, as well as an audio-only format available on YouTube. So whatever your preferred platform is, please make sure that you subscribe to be alerted to new episodes as soon as they land. And then also... On top of the podcast, because I love writing, there's also going to be a weekly blog talking about the topic of the week, and that will be available on the website. You can find it at letstalkaboutmentalhealth.com.au. And while you're at it, you can sign up to have new blog posts land in your inbox each week. The blog explores the same topic every week and adds some additional perspectives and ideas on how it relates to making the most of your mental health and well-being. Then there'll also be extra content released regularly through the website, so please sign up online. You can also find us on social media, uh, Instagram and Facebook at L-T-A-M-H official. That's L-T-A-M-H official. Now, before we begin talking about this week's topic, I guess the question some of you might have is, who am I? And more importantly, why me? Why am I talking about mental health and well-being, and why should you listen? That's a great question, and there's a really, really long answer, but I'm going to keep this as short as I possibly can. I write and talk about mental health and well-being because I've been through it, and I know just how shitty mental health issues can be. I used to work in management in the corporate world, and then in late 2011, I had a total nervous breakdown due to a number of factors, and that was then followed by severe depression and anxiety for more than five years. So it's really only been in probably the past year and a half or so, really, that I've recovered. Now, while I was going through all that a few years ago, I started writing about what I was learning as I was dealing with my mental health issues, and I became really passionate about the whole subject. So along the way, I decided to change my career to focus on mental health and well-being, 
and I completed a degree in psychology and sociology to support my work. Now, don't worry though, I won't be boring you with a whole bunch of theory every episode. Um, I like to keep things really straightforward and practical. So each episode will focus on one specific topic and will include simple and practical things that you can do to support your mental health and well-being every single day. So on that note, let's jump into this week's topic, which is... Let's talk about resetting. So what's this topic all about? Your mental health goes up and down daily for most people. And that's okay. When it's more down than up, there's something bigger going on. And that's when it's time for you to take control. That is when it might be time for you to reset. Or in other words, to take a totally different path in some area of your life. Now, I'm talking about real unhappiness here, not just being a bit bored or frustrated or wondering if the grass is greener on the other side. I'm referring to being completely and utterly miserable in some area of your life, like your job, or you know, perhaps you feel that you're not tapping into your creativity or passions, that type of thing. That's where the notion of resetting comes in. Resetting is about being brave enough with yourself to call time on those things that aren't in your best interests or in the best interests of your mental health and well-being, and then choosing a different path, even if that involves taking a risk. Now, you might think that you can't or don't want to take a risk, and that's okay, but you need to kind of face up to the fact that if you are miserable in some area of your life or really, really unhappy... If you don't take a risk, then you will never know what might be. So, if you have some aspect of your life that is making you miserable, you can do something about it. And, to be really blunt, you owe it to yourself to do something about it. You should be living your life, not just existing through it. If you're not on the right path, so in other words, if you feel something is truly not right for you, then reset. I'm talking about those times where you might have an area of your life that makes you feel absolutely miserable or empty or, I don't know, yearning to do something more than what you're doing today. Reset. Now, the idea of resetting isn't about just having a bad day and, you know, just running away from your problems or throwing everything away and starting from scratch because those types of actions can cause a lot more harm than good in the long run. What I'm talking about as an idea of resetting is something that should be treated seriously because I'm talking about making a conscious decision to transform some aspect of your life. A reset is an opportunity to reevaluate your life, to refocus and then reinvigorate when you are genuinely unhappy and when it's in your best interest to do so. But it's not something to be taken lightly because it's change and it's a major change. And with any major change will come risk and a whole bunch of challenging emotions like fear and grief and all that fun stuff. And sometimes, you know, those horrible emotions come even when you are making a change that you know is good for you. Fear and grief still tend to come quite often. Some of the examples that I'm thinking of here, uh, you know, I mean, probably the most obvious that springs to mind is job. Uh, if you're in a job that makes you miserable, Sorry to break it to you, but it might be time to get out of there. Uh, But more broadly than that, career. If you're in a career that is 
it's just not right for you and you know it, it's deep down in your core why continue you know it really is up to you to be thinking about what is in your best interest you know some other examples could be relationships friendships even family uh, don't get me started on that it is actually a topic that i'll be talking about quite a fair bit but also the notion of i think more broadly what i'm i'm talking about when i talk about resetting is at the very least knowing that you are doing something meaningful with your life rather than just plodding along. Because without meaning, without some meaning in our lives, we often, and I'm not saying all of us, but many of us, tend to look for things to fill the void. And that's dangerous territory. That can lead to stuff like addiction or self-harm in the more extreme examples. When I talk about resetting, it's related to mental health and well-being because an absence of meaning, going down a path that doesn't feel right for you, those things are pretty dangerous for you in terms of your mental health and well-being. But also, look, let me I'm just going to keep this really simple. It's common sense, okay? If you are genuinely unhappy in some area of your life, you owe it to yourself to do something about it. This is going to be a cliche and I really don't care. You only have one life, so why waste it being unhappy? Sure, it might not always be that simple. It might take a lot more work. You know, change usually takes a lot of hard work. But when it comes down to it, your happiness is far more important than anything else because it's your life and nobody can make it perfect for you except for you. So it's up to you to create the life that you want. Uh, I was watching... Now I'm going to give away my dorky credentials. I was watching Star Trek Discovery last night <laughs> and uh, one of the episodes... Admiral Cornwell made a quote, which I actually made a point of to include in this podcast, which was, the only way to make a new road is to walk it. Uh, for those of you who want to know what episode that was, season two, episode 10. So I'm just going to repeat that. If you're not a, a Trek fan, that's fine. Just take that out of context, but just listen to the quote. The only way to make a new road is to walk it. And that's really kind of the thing that I'm talking about here. I chose to talk about this topic, resetting, for my very first podcast because I've done a reset a few times in my life now. It's something that has come up over and over again. Uh, for example, when I was 18, I moved from outer western Sydney, where I grew up, to the heart of Sydney. And then, you know, that was a really big change. And then when I was 25, my partner and I moved from Sydney to Melbourne. Then in 2015, we moved from Melbourne to the country where we live now. Um, we live in country New South Wales. And every time I've done one of these big moves, it hasn't just been a move. It's been a complete reset because it's involved having to very quickly learn how to live in a totally different place, which can almost be like a whole new life in some ways. I mean, certainly the move that we made from the city to the country was a completely different world. Um, and that's a topic that I will talk about in future podcasts. The thing is, though, that I haven't always handled it terribly well. And resetting can be done well and it can be done poorly. Now, I'm 43 and I look back on the way I handled some of the things in my 20s and 30s and I kind of cringe. It is what it is though and I can't change it. So all I can do is learn from it to ensure that I don't repeat it. And that's, that is a notion that I'm going to be talking about a lot, which is learning from our mistakes. 
Anyway, back to my point. The other reason why I chose reset as my first topic for the podcast is I just did a reset quite recently. I quit my job a few weeks ago. I was working in management in the employment services industry and I had been seriously considering leaving for a couple of months. And then I made a mistake which blew up into a whole bunch of unnecessary drama. And I remember distinctly, I came in on the Monday morning and I opened up an email first thing and saw it and immediately said to myself in my head, oh, so this is what's going to be responsible for me leaving. And it's funny because I'd been talking about leaving for a couple of months and hadn't been quite prepared to cut the cord. But as soon as I saw this thing start, I realised that this was... A signal. It was it was time for me to do something that I, I needed to do or that I was holding myself back from, and that was to move on. Now, do I regret it? Absolutely not. Best thing I ever could have done. Does that mean that I haven't thought about it or even grieved for the job and the people that I worked with? No, of course not. I've I've thought about it a lot, and I've even second-guessed my decision quite a few times. And that's not unusual because any major reset, any major change has good aspects and bad aspects. And for me, for the first couple of weeks, I found myself missing quite a few of the people that I worked with and even some of the clients that I worked with as well. But when it boils down to it, I know that I made the right decision because when I reflect on that job, I was unhappy a lot more than I was happy. Yeah, actually, unhappy doesn't even cut it. Miserable, actually miserable and that's just not healthy and you know when it starts to manifest in terms of physical symptoms you know that you're stressed and you think that you can manage it but then you're getting sick constantly and I mean I had I had this weird thing in my neck that that went off and it was like my every muscle in my neck was being squeezed repeatedly and it just came on all of a sudden one day funnily enough 24 hours after I left the job stopped so yeah That brings me to a point, which is, I do have a point, I promise. How do you know the difference between being really unhappy and just being mildly unhappy or or bored or whatever the case might be? I don't think we need to overthink this. If you're really honest with yourself, and if you spend the time to be in touch with your own emotions, you should know yourself. You know when you're genuinely unhappy. Use work as an example. We all have the odd crappy day. That's really completely different to feeling totally and utterly miserable, like the life is being sucked out of you. And when you're in a situation that feels like the life's being sucked out of you, that feels soul-destroying, that's what I'm talking about. If you have one of those in your life, you need to do something about it. And that something is to reset. Like the American writer Anne Lamott said... Almost everything will work again if you unplug it for a few minutes, including you. So on that note, when it comes to your relationships with others, sometimes you just need to reset them if they're not healthy for either of you. Now that doesn't necessarily mean that you just walk away from a relationship though, unless it's dangerous, in which case you need to get your ass out of there and go get yourself some support to get through it. But... What I'm talking about is when you have a relationship that just isn't working, you might choose to sit down and have a talk about what's happening and ask to reset the relationship. If you think about it this way, a reset can be an opportunity to change your relationship with the other person for the better. For example, I had a boss 
a little while ago who would just blow up anytime I told him something he didn't want to hear. And eventually I just got to a point where I had enough of feeling like I couldn't deliver bad news or share a different opinion without being told off. So I addressed it and I just said, look, you, you can't just tell me off every time I say something that you don't agree with. That's not a conversation. That's just you dictating what you want to me. And for me, in that case, I felt it was really important to reset my boundaries on what I would and wouldn't accept. So the point that I'm trying to make here is when I talk about resets and when it comes to your relationships, the point is don't just cut people off because that can potentially cause unnecessary harm. First, try to reset with them by setting some new boundaries and giving them a chance to change how they interact with you. As long as you're willing to change too, because, sorry, but it takes two to tango, people. If that doesn't work, make the decision that's best for your mental health and well-being whilst causing the least harm to others. Now, sometimes you just can't avoid doing harm, like ending a relationship, but you can choose to do the least harm in the long term. For example, a deeply unhappy relationship might cause a lot more issues in the long term if you keep it going. I talked earlier about the idea of learning from your mistakes and about being willing to change. Now, I hate to break it to you, but none of us are perfect. I know, shock horror, right? Um... <laughs> If you find yourself unhappy because you're in a shitty situation, then I want you to think long and hard about what your part is in it. And this is the thing. You need to be really, really honest with yourself. Life doesn't just happen to you. Much of your life unfolds as a direct consequence of your thoughts, words, and actions. So, you know, if something isn't right for you, uh, or doesn't feel right, you need to think about what your part in the situation is and then learn from it so that you don't make the same mistake again. Give you an example. Really easy one. If you're a smoker, there is no point blaming the tobacco companies for your unhealthy addiction if you keep on deliberately poisoning yourself with their product. So learn the lesson, make the change, take the next step on your journey. Just make sure that you're taking steps towards a destination that's good for you. So, how do you reset? I've talked a lot about the concept, now let's get into the actual detail. If there is an area of your life that you genuinely feel it's time to start thinking about a reset, there are four steps that I suggest you follow if you have that particular area of your life that isn't working for you and you need to make a change. The steps are reflect, reset, refocus, and review. And then with an extra step, refine if needed. So let me talk through those. Step one, reflect. And this is where you need to spend the bulk of your time. Think long and hard about what is going on in your life and why you might be feeling unhappy. What is it that's happening or not happening that is contributing to you feeling this way? And then more importantly, what's your part in the situation? What do you have control over? The thing is that you can't change other people or things that are outside of your control. All that you can do is change yourself and how you choose to interact with your environment and the people around you. So think through all of your options carefully and decide on what action you could take. Which then brings us to step two, and that's reset, which is basically make the change, get on with it. Now, that's probably oversimplifying it a bit because actually making a change can take a long time and it can be a lot of work. But 
if you want to get the ball rolling, then you need to get the ball rolling. Do you want your boss to stop talking to you like you're a piece of crap, like I did? Set up a meeting and tackle it head on. Or, if you really don't believe that you can have that conversation, or that it would make any difference if you did, start looking for another job. Have you, for example, have you always wanted to work in a different industry, but you have no qualifications or experience? Well, book yourself in for a short course online to get a taste. If you want things to change, you have to take action to make them change, because they won't just change themselves. Step three is refocus, and that is, once you've reset, then refocus. In other words, focus on the present and the future, because there is no point in dwelling on the past. Let go and get on with the next phase of your journey. And that can take some time. Sometimes you need to make your peace with the past, but eyes forward. Okay, step four, review. Now, if any of you have ever worked in the corporate world or on projects, you would likely know that pretty much any well-managed change project involves what's called a post-implementation review process at the end, which is just a fancy way of saying that everyone who was involved in the project takes the time to go back over what happened and they identify what worked well and then what could have been done differently to deliver a better outcome. It's a useful process to apply in your personal life as well. So in other words, take the time to reflect on the change, thinking about what you've achieved and what you could have done differently for a different outcome or a better outcome. It's not about dwelling on your mistakes, it's about learning from them. Because if you don't learn from your mistakes, you're doomed to repeat them. And then that's where the optional extra step comes in if needed, and it's refine. And when I say refine, what I mean is that if you find yourself reflecting on the changes that you've made, and things aren't where they could realistically be, or where you want them to be, make a few tweaks to refine the situation. Let's go back to that example around talking to your boss. Let's say you had that talk with your boss about not talking to you like shit, he or she was open to the talk, and made a change to their behaviour, but now it's a month later and they're back to their old tricks. So what are you going to do about it? You might decide to bring it to their attention and address it before it becomes the norm all over again, but this time you might tie it back to your previous conversation and, I don't know, ask how you might be able to support them as well. Just try something from a different angle. Alright, so that is... The steps involved in resetting, it's reflect, reset, refocus, review, and then refine if necessary. Some of the practical tips that I would also give in relation to resetting and how it relates to your mental health and well-being is three things. First of all, think about why you want to reset. And I know I kind of made this point before, but I really want to go over it again really, really think about why you want to reset. Are you unhappy or are you just bored? Making major changes to your life involves major change, funnily enough. So take the time to really reflect and get to the bottom of the situation first, because knowing yourself is what leads to good decisions. And speaking of good decisions, my second tip is don't make any rash decisions. There's no going back. So Think through your options and do what is right for you, if it doesn't harm anyone. 
Step three is be gentle with yourself. Because the thing about change is, even when we initiate it, it is never easy. And sometimes you can feel really crap. Change is never easy. Take it one day at a time and feel what you need to feel so you can do what you need to do. Now, I'm getting towards the end of the podcast and uh, one of the things that I've been doing for nearly 20 years in the work that I've um, been doing around leadership development and writing and that sort of stuff is to include reflection exercises and one of the tools that I use there is including relevant quotes to reflect on as a means of tying a topic together through reflection. Now, when I talk about reflection and using quotes, I'm talking about taking time to give serious thought and consideration to a particular quote and then thinking about how it applies to you in terms of your mental health and well-being or the specific topic that we're talking about. Let me just say this. I am not talking about slapping a live, love, laugh, whatever it is, quote up on your wall and then thinking that that's done, you're a better person because it doesn't. Sorry. Quotes are excellent tools for communicating ideas, but to be effective, they require serious thought and consideration. Just skimming over a quote for five seconds on Instagram is not going to cut it. So now that my rant is finished, (laughs) uh, I'd like to wrap up with a quote about change that I I would like you to reflect on. And this quote is by the German writer Johann Wolfgang van Gogh. And it is, we must always change, renew, rejuvenate ourselves. Otherwise, we harden. Think about that for a few moments. What does it mean to you and how can you apply it to your own situation? Let me repeat it one more time and really think about the words. We must always change, renew, rejuvenate ourselves. Otherwise, we harden. All right. Well, that's it for this first episode of Let's Talk About Mental Health, all about resetting. So just to summarize, you don't have to stay on one path just for the sake of it. If it is not right, reset. We only have a limited amount of time on this planet and we don't know what's after. So make the most of it. No excuses, people. If it doesn't harm others, go for it. Thank you so much for joining me this week. Next week, I'm going to be talking about mistakes. So I really hope that you'll join me. The next episode will be available on Monday morning Australian time. Until then, you can find me on Instagram or Facebook at LTAMH official or head over to the website, which is letstalkaboutmentalhealth.com.au. Thank you again and talk to you next week. <laughs>